You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Let's get started. Isn't that a song? How's that go, Andrew? Let's get it started. Hey, let's get it started. Yeah, I'm muting you again. Um, No, all right. We are here. We got one mute in already. (laughs) He's already been muted. Like 10 seconds in. Yeah, he's already been muted. Um, So we're here live streaming the podcast. I had a couple people uh, this past week tell me that they enjoyed the podcast more when it was live streamed. So y'all better get your butts on the Facebook and be commenting because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's the whole point is yeah. to, uh, you know, interact with the live. If we're not interacting, then there's no point in live streaming. Does that I think, make sense? I think yeah. it's really because they want to be distracted while they're at work. So, you know, Amanda Bedingfield, if you're not annoying everybody with the presence of Terry Tanner and Andrew right now, then what are you doing with your lives? Yeah, I mean, that's I why mean, we're doing this. I don't know. That's exactly <laughs> it. So here we are. Podcast number 25. We've made it a quarter of a century. Oh, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> a century? I don't know. We've made it a quarter of something. A quarter of something, yeah. Yeah, oh, a quarter. Oh. Anyways, number 25 here on the podcast, and it's uh, going to be a good one, I can tell you right now. Uh, so what's been going on, guys? Well, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't, really, 10 o'clock. I, I don't really feel like talking. Most people are awake <laughs> and up right now. And, I've been studying my you're, sermon. You're I've, scrolling, in, scrolling in here. I wrote Most th- people have been at work for two and a half hours. Oh my already. gosh, I'm going to kill myself. I, I wrote three and a half pages of my manuscript sermon today, and I'm just brain dead at this point. So this is just like way early. I don't talk to people. Okay, so I misspoke. It's not going to be a good podcast. <laughs> I misspoke. Sorry about that. So, But anyways, no, we are here um, and had good services this last Sunday. Yeah. Uh, had good crowd we did know, yeah i mean crowd. attendance was back up so yeah, yeah was, had some visitors we did we had one particular i was very excited to see mm-hmm. didn't know he was going to show up so i threw his happy tail on the stage young man from oh, smithville man, yeah. yeah i had a lot of people ask me and say who is that guy did you was, did you know him i'm like no i just went and got some random dude out of <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah this kid uh, comes to morganwood camp out of the mm-hmm. smithville church from mm-hmm. what i understand and yeah. he's a singing machine like he sings circles around me and andrew oh yeah and he is just fantastic so when is he, he better in, than me Way better than you. So when he walked in, I was like, "Dude, you, I don't. Sorry, get up here." You know. So yeah, that's we just, we got to hear him sing for the national competition for uh, the national association and everything. And Tanner even said, "Hey, that's that kid, isn't it?" And everything else. He goes, yep. "I just need to get him up here." He said, "You're canned." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm letting him lead this. So we were excited to have old Jacob. Which Jacob, by the way, that guy that I think he's going to Nashville to audition in front of the American Idol judges. No right? way. Yeah, he's like wow. officially made it on the show with like Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, Lionel Richie, like Shut all up. the judges. He's yeah. like made it onto the show. Going to be not like the like the way they do American Idol now too is not like when, when we first started watching it, you always had one moron that was like, and I will always love you. No, like the, she banged. Yeah, <laughs> they they can actually sing now. They don't let them like they they pre-screen auditions to where okay. it actually is about the vocals. I did, I, not I've, the ne- I've only watched one season of American Idol in all of the American Idols, and it was a half season at that, and that was only because the kid from Arkansas was doing really good, and he won eventually. So that's why I got <laughs> Wait, into it. Wait, Taylor Hicks? No, I was gonna um, say he sucks. Chris Allen. 
Oh, yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was very he was good. good. He was I quit good. watching it a long time Fun ago, Fun fact, uh, at the 2010 Arkansas-LSU game, I sat three rows behind Chris Allen at the football game. It was pretty neat. So he was, awesome. he was already the American Idol winner, so. Anyways, yeah, fun fact. Oh, so we're talking about nothing this morning already. So congrats, Jacob. Yeah, congrats, Jacob. We hope you come back, um, by the way, um, and and visit with us and sing with us some. But anyways, so yeah, it was good services. The Holy Spirit was moving. It was really good, I thought. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm on the stage, so, yeah. but I, I could tell by, was, the, worship was good. by the audience participation they did, interaction, they, they seem to really uh, be moved by the Holy Spirit this Sunday. Um, so agree. that'll be a good segue into our sermon discussion. We're in the on earth as it is in heaven series uh uh, sermon number two uh for that one and but could you have picked a longer title by the way yeah it was it was yeah (laughs) it it didn't fit on the screen no it was it was a little rough the the titles are supposed to be short and catchy they are they are (laughs) people will not care how much we know until they know about how much we care luke 10 29 through 37 Yes. So uh, that was the title. <clears throat> um, let me, if I can, before you dive into it, your icebreaker question for our connect groups um, this <laughs> week. Would you rather win an Olympic medal or a Nobel Prize? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so my connect group had good discussion about this, of course. And then mm-hmm. I had a question about it because I said, I would rather win the Nobel Prize because there's a million, you get a million dollars with the Nobel Prize. Did yeah. not know that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, see, that's what I was asking. Do yeah. you get anything with the Olympic medal besides yes. a medal? I don't know. Yes. I'm asking. Because that actually came up in our connect group because I was like, oh, heck, gold medal. Like, I don't care about peace or anybody else. The gold right. medal's for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, I made no bones about it. I'm selfish. Um, so I was like, no, I went the gold medal. And then I forget, maybe it was Brandon or Brian or somebody said, um, yeah, but when you win a gold medal, like if you, and I think it's different for silver and bronze, but a gold medal for an Olympian, you only get 40 grand. That's it. So there it is, Nobel Peace Prize. I'll like you it. spent years, yeah, but years whoa, 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 training whoa. for this to be the best of the best. And you only get 40 grand. Like you spent more than that in training for this event. And you only get forty grand for being a gold medalist in like the most like the best of the best in the entire world. I didn't know they gave money for being a gold medalist. I didn't either. I didn't either. Well, here, here's how the discussion. I still said Olympics <laughs> gold medal because I don't care about the money. Here was here was my group. So this tells you a little bit more about my group. My group asked just asked the question, "What's a Nobel Peace Prize?" So, oh, <laughs> so, so well, that's not good. Thinking, yeah, we're not good. So uh, I would do, but I was. You have uh, a lot of Marvel people in your group, don't you? <laughs> so I was uh, all about the Olympic medal because. Uh, yes, you get. And you're how, a sporty how, guy. Yeah. Well, I'm a sporty guy, but how much do you get for the Nobel singing? Uh, a million dollars. A million dollars. Okay, but see, yeah, I mean, it's a tough call because if you well, listen, <laughs> listen, let, listen let, let, let me do the math. Is you get your forty grand, which I didn't even know you got that, but you get your gold medal, so you got that the rest of your life. But you get your face on the box of Wheaties, and so how many Wheaties? Because uh, back in the day, that's what you did. If well, you do you get a royalty off that? Bruce Jenner got his face on the box. Of, good have to change that box now but anyway yeah she did <laughs> did uh do you get royalties off of that stuff like I yes you right do? right okay. you do, well, yes, I, yes. i'm sure the endorsements will probably outweigh the million hopefully right. if you're that's what a i'm gold saying medalist oh, in, if you true. take through it all if you're a gold yeah. medalist in a sport that matters like no how, offense, yeah. curling but <laughs> like, <laughs> well, i mean yeah. how much is like michael phelps simone biles like these gold medal olympics like the best of the best in their field made off of endorsements sure since sure. that's very true D- sure. wouldn't you want do you know that this year they had the badminton olympics and there was a gold medal for badminton yeah. uh, there's a lot of weird sports in the olympics this year i mean i didn't watch any of them but how were, do you, how do you train to <laughs> yeah. For badminton, you get out in the backyard and you put that little dinky net up. And 
get your line painter. These people were diving. It was hilarious. Did you watch any of the? I did see some of the highlights. So So let us know on the Facebook. All fourteen people that are watching, um, (laughs) would you rather have an Olympic medal or a Nobel Peace Prize? And now that we've kind of made the case for either one, you want your face on the box of Wheaties with Caitlyn Jenner. So (laughs) why? Why? I want to change my answer. Why do you have to bring that up? Tanner's getting triggered. Good grief. One with short hair and the one with long hair. Stop. Please move on, Tanner. Next segment. Okay. What was the most meaningful statement you heard in the sermon today? That was the question. I've got mine, but it kind of fills in a little later on in the uh, sermon discussion. But my most meaningful statement that I wrote down was um, your Danny Aiken quote. About the lawyer. Why don't you set up the sermon first, and then I'll get into all that. <laughs> okay, man. Because we'll it won't it. make sense right now. I sure. gotcha. So, so we're, we're talking uh, with the story of the Good Samaritan, and we're in Luke chapter 10, and this lawyer, this Jewish lawyer, comes to Jesus, and he's wearing the leather pouch on his head with the Shema, the Deuteronomy 30, the law, and Jesus just uh, drills down and looks at him and, you know, basically knows that this guy is just all that, and, um, and so he just drills him, and he just says, so. Uh, why don't you pull out the piece of paper on your forehead, <laughs> you know, and tell me, because uh, he asked the question, how do I get eternal, how do I receive eternal life? And Jesus says, pull out the piece of paper and answer the question right there. And so he says, yeah, I love God, love people. And at that point, Jesus sort of just, boom, drops the mic on him and just says, well, then go and do it. And let me tell you a story before you have a chance to object. And he tells him the story about the guy that uh, was beaten, who was a Jewish man. And unlike anything that we we would do in our moralistic stories and when we repeat this is that we forget the fact that Jesus doesn't make the Levite, the priest, the heroes. He doesn't make the Jewish people the hero. He literally picks the very arch enemy of this Jewish lawyer, a Samaritan is the only one that had compassion to go help the guy, the Jewish guy that was bloody and beaten. And then he throws in and sort of takes a knife and digs it into the guy and says, you remember that road that you guys used to avoid to go through the city of Samaria? You go all the way through that treacherous road uh, that basically would be like if we were putting in the contemporary times, if you wanted to kill your enemy, uh, then I, I, you know, I tell folks all the time, and don't, you know, when Blend's watching these shows about how to kill somebody, uh, kill her husband, uh, is that the dateline and all that stuff. I said, man, the easiest thing to do nowadays is just uh, buy your enemy a ticket to Chicago. And uh, well, for it, her, all she'd have to do is sleepwalk and probably kill you. That's true. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah. And, and that almost happened several times when the kids yeah, were No, no, no. Up, it's so, not yeah. the sleepwalking, Tanner. It's waking her from sleepwalking yeah, so, is when so, you die. Yeah, yeah, so that's why <laughs> Unless we, you're Adam. We never yeah. let Belen have a gun until later on in life. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, so this Jewish guy, you know, he just totally blitzes him with saying you know so that road that you you know because you hate the samaritans and then it turns out the samaritans the one that saves your life so mm-hmm. that's story in a nutshell. well so okay so i can follow up with my meaningful statement there mm-hmm. um and it's the danny aiken quote that you put in the lawyer never in his wildest dreams thought god would define his neighbor as a hurting man in a rough part of town from diff from a diff <laughs> from a different ethnic group who needed his compassion. Can I read that again? Yes, please. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> the lawyer never in his wildest dreams thought God would uh, define his neighbor as a hurting man in a rough part of town from a different ethnic group who needed his compassion. I thought that was really good. Yeah. You yeah. know, because you just, it's one of those things like you don't expect, you wouldn't expect, well, I'm the priest and a Levite. I don't right, have right, neighbors right. that are like this. Yeah. You know, so I thought that was pretty good. 
Yeah, I agree. Because I sure don't have that in my neighborhood, literally. You know what, <laughs> right, you know what I'm right, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So, yeah. and I'm not saying I don't. Like, yeah. the, never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to open up that can of worms. Which leads us into the point of the phrase. Shut that, up, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm glad I hadn't said anything dumb yet. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads us into the phrase to sort of bail Tanner out here is that uh, people will not care how much we know until they know how much we care. And so the whole point that Jesus is making is that, you know, you guys are wearing the law on your forehead, but you don't even reach down to help the needy people. And it's people are not coming to our synagogues in the day or in our churches today uh, because they need to know that we care for them. They need We need to be reaching out to our neighbors and to see those that are in need around us. Right. Uh, so how do you feel about the following statement that Brother Terry said? The greatest thing in your life is to enjoy Jesus. How do we practically do this on earth, Andy? um well one of the things that uh i i'm i'm humbled and embarrassed in some ways to admit this but over the last uh really six months to a year one of the things that ashlyn and i have done through doing our hear journals and stuff and talking about them and uh what we're getting out of god's word is she's she just showed me that it's not the attitude that i have to uh, I don't have to spend time with God or like, oh gosh, like I got to do my hear journals or I'm going to go to D group and be embarrassed because the youth pastor doesn't freaking spend time with Jesus, you know, and stuff like that, which it is good, you know, to have accountability and all these things, but it's not an I have to, it's the idea of I get to, I get to talk to the creator of the universe. I get to enjoy his presence. I get to, it's a privilege in looking at it from that uh, perspective and, and it, it leads you to like not drudgery, like, oh man, like I got to do this, you know, and everything else. And then you just go in it with a completely different perspective. And that way, when you say I get to, it's the whole idea of, oh, I can actually free up to enjoy this because it's, I, I, I want to, I get to, it's a privilege to do these things, not just an I have to out of obligation. And then when you simply do realize and get overwhelmed with all that Christ has done for you, I feel like the only appropriate response is, to love back and to enjoy that back. Just like at one time or another, um, you, you enjoyed the company of your spouse <laughs> or your kids or whatever. So you're stuff. saying you don't now? I didn't say I don't now. I just said, I said you <laughs> enjoyed, I didn't say me. Um, you know, uh, but I, you enjoyed. I never enjoyed my kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> Preach. Um, but you know, in the same way that you enjoy their presence and being with them and getting to know them in the same way, it's similar in your relationship with God. You should enjoy getting to know them and enjoy doing this because while our spouses, our kids, our friends, they're all imperfect people in a perfect relationship with God. We can enjoy that because he's never going to let us down. He's never going to fail us. He's never going to change his mind. He's never going to do any of the things that these other people would do for or to us. And so that just leads it up to being able to enjoy a relationship with God. Which leads into the point that I refuse to comment on this because my uh, Andrew just preached half my sermon for this Sunday. But uh, the truth <laughs> matter is, is that Tanner Prince, asked a question. <laughs> I know, so so we cannot discuss this any further. But it gives a little tease for this Sunday's message because that's the whole point of it. Is is the second point uh, that uh, Pastor J.D. Greer and I made about this text is that why do we love our neighbor? And coming this Sunday is we're going to talk about the inheritance that we have with Jesus is unimaginable. The inheritance with Jesus is unimaginable because we're going to see who the Samaritan really is in the story, and we're going to also unpack who the bloody dude is in the story. 
So the guy that got robbed. The bloody dude. The bloody dude. That's why you can name, name the title of my message, Who's the Bloody Dude? I, I don't think you should because I think that's technically like the F word in England. <laughs> Is it really? Oh, yeah. If you say like the bloody something, I think that's like a bad word in England. So I, I, would, I just wouldn't. How would you oh, who's the bloody dude over there? <laughs> Eating his tea and crumpets on the side of the road. <laughs> Tanner being politically correct as usual. <laughs> That's awesome. I always Sorry. wanted to do an English accent. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, please don't. No. Please don't. This is you podcast gold. Let's hear it. Well, what's the bloody dude eating <laughs> his crumpeties? <laughs> his crumpeties. <laughs> we oh almost went for a slight. Um, I want some more of that. Give me some more. I, I always wanted to be an imposter, not an imposter. What do you call it? Impersonator. Here, so here, take, you guys, just read a sentence from your notes yes, there in your yes. in your English accent. Boy, this is. I told you this was going to be a good podcast. If you're, so from, in my if English, you're from England, I am so sorry. So I'm multi, not generate, multicultural. So I can, you know, I can, I was adopted. I don't know my heritage. I could be English. So hush. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> well, I, you do a good English accent. See, He's I, offensive. I could always. Uh, you want to do my Spanish one? So, so. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, no. just, uh, just do my English. English. So, what are you determined? What you are determines what you see, and what you see determines what you do. My goodness. How is that English? <laughs> that was terrible. That was terrible. Oh, that was terrible. That was not. That's just that a was, weird guy. That was bloody good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was bloody dreadful, it was. That's, that's almost like Irish. That, yeah, that, 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 yeah, that was a little bit. That was Scottish. I can't. I can't. Get my brain to go, you know, straight English to whatever, you know. Oh, I never always wanted to be Scottish. Aye, Captain. That was on. He was the. Scottish oh, I always guy. wanted to be me a pirate. Yeah. I think oh. it's time for a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in light of what we just heard about God's grace and God's love for us, I'm so sorry. Uh, why do we act more like a priest and a Levite rather than the Good Samaritan? Mm. Easy answer. We want to feel better about ourselves, so it's all easy. We're a little hoity-toity. We are. We are. We man. come out a little bit hoity-toity. Well, that's bloody true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we really do. We just we're so full. The of, titles I'm coming up with for this podcast is is <laughs> all yes, flowing. Yes. It's flowing. So we're uh, we're we're just so full of ourselves for real. We don't uh, you know we want to justify ourselves and we always compare ourselves and you know and that's exactly what the Jewish law. He was wearing. Think about this. He was wearing a leather pouch. With a with a little piece of scripture in his inside of it, going, I'm better than you. I'm better uh-huh. than you. And but yet, you know, we can't be too critical. How many of us walk into church and go, Excuse me, but I dress better than you do. And, and you know, we we just, I mean, my Bible's bigger than yours. And so, you know, we just do all of this stuff. That I mean, we've done that. Y'all been in churches. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Thankfully, yeah. we don't do that kind of crud here anymore right. but but uh but man I, i'm telling you my first 30 years of ministry that's pretty much what i saw in a lot of our churches barbara merritt said he's finally getting a great southern accent <laughs> <laughs> well thank it, thank you barbara because it sure wasn't a british <laughs> yeah, accent that's I, don't, for sure. I don't even yeah. know how that happened that's good i actually right. saw this quote on instagram uh i think it was monday after this but it goes right along with all of that and the whole message sunday <clears> and it uh, it's from a pastor friend of mine, but he said, no one who is striving to genuinely love God or love his neighbor as himself can be in doubt as to who his neighbor is. So you, you have a phone? I do. Oh, I didn't know you used a phone. That's good. No, I like, <laughs> I, I lo- yeah, he didn't ever answer. <laughs> oh he, he just doesn't answer. He has yeah, he never answered. Because he's reading great quotes. Yes, he's on Instagram. <laughs> 
yes. surfing for great pastoral it's quotes. Better than anything you can imagine that goes on in this group text. <laughs> no, that was that was good. That it was, was good. Uh, so your three points. What does it mean? What it means to love our neighbor? And you know, in our connect groups, we asked, "How can we love our neighbor?" Because yeah, we had a variety absolutely. of good answers. So, um, what what does it mean to love our neighbor? Why do we love our neighbor? And how we love our neighbor? Um, they're, they're kind of generic, easy questions to answer, but at the same Absolutely. time, we don't do it. We don't do yes. it. And what, and what was the whole point of Jesus said in the message? What is the whole thing we've been teaching for two weeks? Go and do this. I mean, everything yeah. he said is just the, to that very point you just said, because the, what you just said is dead right with the lawyer, is he said the problem is if you want to inter- receive eternal life, inheritance, and that's what we're going to preach on this Sunday, the inheritance of our eternal life. And so the reason you're not getting this is because you're not doing this. And so how do we do that? Real easy. Uh, we gave the outline in the in the sermon this week is start prayer walking around your neighborhood. We've got to bring God back into our lives and let him do the supernatural. Well, I don't know my neighbors. I'm scared to my neighbors. I don't like my neighbors. Well, then pray and watch God open up supernatural doors in your life. I think we're scared. We are absolutely absolutely. scared to let God open up doors in our life and and wonder why we don't have any joy and power and peace because we don't pray over our neighbors. Every time we're driving through, every time we're walking and exercising, taking our kids on a little tour, just, hey, let's pray for that house that's got the ugly blue door. (laughs) You know, uh, just pray for Hey, my door's blue. So, oh, sorry. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) and then, uh, you know, we gave our people, and I love this about our church now, is we don't just tell them or make them feel guilty about this stuff, but we give every Sunday practical means to carry this stuff out. So you walked out of here with a little cute little card that you could write down your neighbor's name, stick it on your fridge. And so you could practically have a tool to remember, you know, how to pray for your neighbors. And then, uh, and then this is the key. And this is what we want to get our folks to is eventually as God opens up that door, do what we gave the sermon illustration Everybody, Alan, you know, uh, ask your neighbor, how can I pray for you? Yeah. And that's what we want to get to is where we have a relationship, you know, just how can I love you? How can I pray for you? And then finally, the you know, our goal is, is that we want folks to invite them and we give them again the tool, the resource. Hey, we're having a great day to bring your neighbors. Tailgate Sunday. So let's go get them and bring them in. Yep. Uh, so that wraps up our, and let me get this title right. People will not care how much we know until they know how much we care. You did much better that time. Sermon. Congratulations. That's right, yes. <laughs> read, it, so, read it in a British accent. People will not care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's good. It's the bloody truth. <laughs> I really think you're probably better than me at this. <laughs> Uh, so that wraps up that sermon. You can check that out on the Playback Podcast or on our website, www.triconnect.church. You can listen to that sermon. You can watch it on the website or on the Facebook. You can scroll back and find it there. Um, so that wraps that up. So uh, Miss Catherine Johnson uh, replied to a comment on here, and she said, I like his jokes better than the accent. <laughs> that brings up a valid point. Which is worse, his jokes or his accent? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. That's yeah, way harder decision than the Nobel Peace Prize or Olympic gold medal. Right. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back after this message from Officer Daniel Tucker. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how 
Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. And we are back on the Connect Church podcast. I want to give a quick shout out to our production manager, engineer, Chuck Williams is Up in the Chuck. back. He's in the back running the show, and uh, we do whatever Chuck says. And he's sending me messages of uh, train wreck gifs and, uh, you know, tell Terry to stop. You know, that's, that's good. So we, I we, agree, we, Chuck. We appreciate Chuck coming in because we can't live stream without Chuck back there. Can I tell a story about making Chuck laugh when I walked in here this sure, morning? Sure, absolutely. No, never mind. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I guarantee you Chuck's going, no. <laughs> no. Well, now we're curious. You can't do that. <laughs> against the rules i'll tell you in my british accent oh god no. so i we did have i think i did not he just said no don't do it <laughs> um, we did have um i think 34 kids last night in a way in a mango nice. nice so that that was they were bumping when i got in there after we were done in here it was it was like a madhouse i felt so bad Lovely. for taylor and uh bailey and um Let's see who else was in. Miss Carly was in there. I was like, "This is a circus." (laughs) I'm gonna have to go in there and lay down the law. I got you. Like, listen, children, stop. We're we're not here to stop being children. Yeah, we're not. We're not here to have have fun. fun. No, we are not here to have fun. Stop what you're doing. Jesus and Christmas is not fun. That's right. Speaking of Taylor, Taylor wages. uh, She won the trivia contest from last week's podcast. Oh, nice. So I got to get her a gift card. We'll have more trivia questions here at the end uh, for that. Anyway, what was the trivia question? The trivia questions were. um, It was great. Chuck was the first one to answer, but he got one wrong. Huh? Dumb questions yeah. that he answers or he asks at the end. Yeah, See, I know one trivia question was, what's the longest river in the world? Mississippi. The Amazon. The Amazon. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Amazon. That's the longest river in the world. Wait, that's um, not just a delivery service? <laughs> how many eyes do bees have? Or is five or? They have five eyes. Hey. Bees have five See, this, eyes. why couldn't I participate, Tanner? And then uh, what was the <laughs> other question? I can't remember what the other one was. They really have oh, five eyes? Which president was is a member of the Wrestling Hall of Fame? Which former president has been inducted? Joe Biden. Teddy. Sorry. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. Hang on. Let me do my Joe Biden impression. Stop. <laughs> sorry. Um, no, no. It's... No, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Oh. Let me check my watch. Oh, very nice. Yeah, oh, right yeah, now. I knew that. Yeah, The very land nice. of Lincoln, yeah. Illinois boy over there. Yeah. Anyway, so that was the answer to uh, last week. We'll get uh, next week's trivia questions coming up here in a minute. But it's time for our, one of our favorite segments, the best and the worst of the week. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Simply. All right, Andrew, did you come prepared today? Whoa, whoa Andrew's ready for this? I, well, that's what we're going to find out. Did Wait, you? What, what was the question? Shut up. Gosh. Oh, I can't get my dishwasher to work. <laughs> I've only done this 25 times. Yeah. I know Chuck literally said you're 0 for 24, maybe 25th charm, and I said yeah. I haven't started yet. Why would I start now? Yeah. Mr. Okay. Producer, mute him. No. By, by the way, when he played basketball when I was coaching him, that was his shooting percentage over 25. That's right. That's right. You asked Terry first, and I'm going to think Terry, of something. Terry, what's your best of the week? Uh, the best of my week, and 
not to be a uh, sh- shameless, selfless, whatever it's called. Wow, uh, you plug, almost said a bad yeah, word. Yeah, I did. That one almost got that one was got away. That that bloody English language. Uh, anyway, <laughs> is that uh, we was uh, I'm going to Orlando this weekend. So we, out we to, was going to Orlando. I am going to Orlando on Friday to do a discipleship conference. My first one. Wait, time out. So, I thought the best was something that's happened in the past. Right, week. it's supposed to be something from I guess. Which, well, that's for next week show. Yeah. <laughs> something that happened this last week. Well, I'm excited one. about it, but. But I was getting Hope to you enjoy that mask on a. Well, I was going to say, um, am I allowed to travel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I would just like to point out, I have not said the word dishwasher. Tanner said that, and he's already brought up mask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so his best of the week is what's coming. Yeah, this sorry. weekend. Well, it's but it's. I mean, it's like seeing football this weekend. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tanner, what is your best of the week? My best of the week was uh, our dear brother and sister Kevin and Kim Mitchell. Uh, let us borrow their kayaks. Yes. And yes. so How'd uh, go? us and some other friends went kayaking, and it was magical. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I had nice. nothing to do with it. My wife planned the whole trip. Yeah. Uh, Shocker. So, yeah. yeah, it was great. <laughs> and then we went somewhere up did in she Florence. Did she do okay in getting in the kayak and out? Yeah, she did great. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did good. She did. No, one, no one fell over, tipped okay. over. I kind of tipped over <laughs> once as we were getting toward the end of the uh, uh, excursion there. There was a family that had pulled off to a bank, and mm-hmm. they were all taking pictures, and they said – I'm floating by, and everyone else is way ahead of me. And I'm floating by. And, Why uh, were you so far behind? Well, because I had stopped to pee. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Um, anyway, pee in the boat. <laughs> See, I was afraid. It wasn't my boat. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin doesn't mind. Uh, <laughs> so, if you would have peed in the kayak, would have would have like started sinking. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have that much urine. <laughs> See, I visualized Tanner. And Anyways, I stopped to help them. They asked if I would take a family picture, so I did stop. And I, as I was getting out, I about tipped over because it was a lot deeper there than I expected it to be. Because ah. the water was really low the whole trip. Yeah. And we, I kept bottoming out, and everybody did. It wasn't just the fat guy, but everybody kept bottoming out. <laughs> and um, uh, so I kind of tipped over a little bit, and um, I didn't realize it, but my sparkling ice drink had fell out and was floating down river or whatever. Oh, yeah. So here I am. I take their picture. I get back in the boat, and I'm going. And I'm like, what idiot threw their drink out in the river? Like, why can we not just take care of things? Right, right. And then I thought, oh, I gave Ashley a sparkling ice. She must have dropped it out yes. of the boat and not known it. So I sw- paddle over there, and I pick it up. And I'm like, this is my drink. <laughs> how, how did this get? I was like, oh, it fell out when I... I didn't even know it. So, so, so was, you were that idiot. I was that idiot. Yeah. At least I picked it up. You That's know? true. See, yeah. see I picture um, you in a kayak is sort of like that bubble in the middle that when you tip over. Remember those little toys you used to have and then they stand right back yeah, up? Yeah, they go right back up. They go right back up. Well, see, so I, I, was, I was concerned about that because I, I don't comprehend people in a kayak where their feet go in, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like, this was one where you, your feet are exposed, your legs are exposed. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. But no, I don't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is it a sit on then? A sit, yeah, a, you sit on not the a sit kayak, in. Not a sit in. Oh, okay. Sit, we have sit. That's what I, oh. I got. What you're saying? You know? We have sit in ones. Okay, so I don't not comprehend a sit how on like, one. No, if yeah. I were to tip over, am I trapped? That, yeah. Like, I don't know how it works. I've never done it before. Well, so. If you sit on it, yeah. No, no, you're no. Not. no. If I if no, I if fell over, if you have ki- a sit on kayak, you fall over and you fall out. Right, that's all there is to because it. it's almost not like a paddleboard, like not a that canoe? flat. But I mean, no, canoe, canoe would be similar to a sit in. Oh, yeah, because the walls come up side of you. This is a oh bloody awkward conversation. <laughs> but the ones where you get in and you put your feet in, and yeah, all you can see is the top half. Right, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Right, that's what I would. Uh, that's yeah. what I've normally pictured as a kayak. Right, um, like when you tip over, like are you just like 
stuck there? I don't no. know how it works. I'm, I'm Weevils wobble, but they don't fall down. That okay. was it. Well, that's so it. you just yeah. tilt back over. You never okay. seen a weevil? Did you just say a bad Thank word? Thank you, 1972. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a 70s kid. All right. <laughs> I'm a 80s kid. My best of the week was the kayaking adventure. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, it's a lot more fun when you go with the with the it's kind of a smaller group, not, mm-hmm. not a big yeah. to do. So it was a small group, and we went, and it was a lot of fun. That's neat. That's yeah. neat. So. What'd you eat? We went to the <laughs> River Bottom something, River okay. Bottom Restaurant, Cafe, Bistro. Was it, it was good? Really, it was very yeah. good. I had the uh, ribeye steak flatbread. And it was very you good. were in Florence area? We were in Florence, okay. yes. Okay. Yep. Florence has got a lot of great places to eat, so that's good. Yeah. Um, anyways, all right, that was my best. Andrew, you had plenty of time to prepare. What's your... <laughs> Of the week. I'd have to say my best was you sharing that story. Standard <laughs> <laughs> right. just about custom. <laughs> we try to have fun segments that are entertaining and, and will keep your attention, and we get this crap. Like, what in the world? <laughs> I don't know. I had nothing like that really stuck out. Like exciting week, just pretty. So David Hass says you use your paddle to right yourself. I guess that means to correct yourself if you fall over in the kayak. Yeah. But what if you lose your paddle? You're up the creek without a paddle. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's I'll, that give that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's good. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so and since Andrew doesn't have a best of the week, Terry, what's your worst of the week? My worst of the week. Um, I had it and I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on. Dumb questions. Dumb questions. No way. I have a worst. Um, this might be a stupid question. <laughs> There's no such thing as a stupid question. What a stupid question that is. You ask a lot of stupid questions. <laughs> Can I ask a dumb question? Better than anyone I know. Here's a dumb question. Are y'all prepared for the podcast this week? <laughs> well, your, your canoe story got me off track, so you, you, I just, uh, my brain went dead. Well, Andrew, what was your worst? Oh, my worst here, you'll appreciate that it has to do with COVID. Um, oh, gosh. This isn't, this isn't like a knock at anybody in particular, and I understand the situation and everything. I'm just, I'm so flipping, I'm bloody done with COVID stuff. Yeah. I mean, for real, we apparently one of the teachers at Nora's daycare had tested positive, so they had to shut down her whole like classroom. And so now we're having to continue to pay for childcare that we don't get for two weeks while trying to find childcare for somebody else. I mean, I'm just, I'm done. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I, I, and I understand, don't get me wrong, and I understand that, that there are people in the hospital, and I don't want to seem insensitive to any of that, but man, I am just, I, I'm sick of this being normal. Like what, what, I am just so sick of like completely shutting down things and everything else. And we're just thrown to the wolves to figure out what in the world we're supposed to do for this and everything. The quarantines, the everything. I'm just, I'm done. I'm so done with it. I'm just, I'm fed up. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So that, that was my worst. What was your worst, Tanner? My worst of the week was, um, well, crap. Now you made me forget. <laughs> That's awesome. I yes. said, we're moving on. <laughs> moving on. I done moved on. To my my <laughs> dumb machines track is playing now. So, um, no. I will always be prepared for the worst. <laughs> but yeah, maybe the worst of the week for both of us was this podcast. Yeah, maybe. No. No. All right. Here's your dumb question number one. Why does the sun lighten your hair? This really doesn't pertain to me or you, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is more you. Why does the sun lighten your hair but darken your skin? Ooh. I these like are that. not dumb questions. Those these are, are yeah, like, these, these are really good questions. That's a dumb yeah. question. Like, yeah. y'all, this is when... No, no, no. Time out. When I wake up at 8 a.m. and I'm not ready to function until I got coffee, I'm not ready to do work even at 11 a.m., at 4 p.m. when I'm like, I really need a nap, and then at 12 o'clock midnight when I'm trying to actually go to sleep, these are my thoughts. 
Like these are legitimate life posing questions. These are not dumb questions. You need questions. a life. Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> these are Nerd the kind alert. of like, I'm just like, but why? How does that? Cause that's true. Why does it lighten your hair but darken your skin? For these most are not people. dumb questions. These are these are life altering. Okay, questions here's for a me. dumb question. Why is the man who invests all your money called a broker? <laughs> that's good. Why? <laughs> You're good. Andrew's not going to sleep tonight. His, his brain is just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I went to Marvel, so it's you know it doesn't take much. But like. <laughs> Now, those These two are- questions, I don't think that you think of at night, but this next one, at, this is right up your alley right here. <laughs> I'm nervous. Why does Donald Duck um, wear a towel when he comes out of the shower, but he never wears pants? No, this exact thought I've already, I, we've had this time it's on, out. I think time that's out. on Friends. No, 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 because we've literally already, we watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and my thing, and y'all, when we get to like a beach episode or something, all of a sudden, Donald Trump has on Donald, Donald Trump. Tr- Donald, Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump has on shorts. Mr. Don- President. Donald Duck has on swim trunks. But then every other episode, he literally just has on a shirt. No pants. And I'm like, what kind of, this is child pornography or no, something. No, it's like, not that. Not it's just mixed messaging. <laughs> like, what in the world? Why does he not wear pants the rest of the time? Why is this okay for him never to wear pants? How do those shorts even fit? You know how ducks are and their their butts all wobble? Like, how do how would they even wear shorts? You know. I'll even take that and raise you one more. When it gets to a space episode, Tanner, he, they have on the astronaut suits where their whole head is encompassed in the space uniform, but their ears, Mickey right. Mouse's ears, are not in the uniform. How does well, that work? Does it sever their ears all of a sudden? You don't sudden? breathe through your ears, I guess. But I mean, I don't, I don't I mean wouldn't it have to go around his ears? Like, not just encompass... No, it only encompasses his head, and then their ears stick out. Here's what I tell my like, children. Like, did they chop their ears off and glue them back on? Like, what? I need to know the answer to these questions. Here's what I tell my children <laughs> when they have questions about cartoons, whether it be... Bible Man or you know Space Jam or <laughs> they really do watch Bible they Man. do watch Bible Man. It's Bible horrible. Man's awesome. It's horrible. Whether it be Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, it's pretend. <laughs> they can do what they want. No, this this offends me. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't like it. I hope the other listeners are not like me at this point because all I'm thinking about is a lunch. I totally zoned out from this whole conversation. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck just said he's in charge of our kids, y'all. He's in charge. <laughs> what of are we kids. doing? What are we doing? That's right. All right, trivia time, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. Y'all got anything else y'all want to say before we do trivia time for the podcast? I'm pretty well brain dead after You're that done one. After yeah, this yeah. One. I, I have one thing to add. I did see the About episode lunchtime. of Parks and Recreation last night from the soundbite. Is like, thank you all for being here. Let's, Let's get, get started. started. And so I didn't, I'd never realized like why Ron was saying that because Ron is never excited for everybody to be there. And then they said, Ron, we're, we're really happy for the enthusiasm. And then he just looks up and he goes, Oh, I was talking to my ribs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yes. he's got a plate of ribs yes. in front of him, but they're actually sitting in a meeting, so yeah. they thought. He, anyways, I remember that. I love that show. I think one of my favorite Ron uh, isms is when he went to. Remember when he get, his hair cutter died, and uh, Antonio died, and he had to go get a haircut from somewhere else, and so Donna took him to her place. Oh yeah, and I think the hair cutter's name is Typhoon. Have you seen? Yes, this? I haven't got to that part yet. So he goes in there, and he's like. What do I do? He's like, just sit down and blah, blah, blah. And he, Donna goes and tells Typhoon, just 
make the man look like this, charge him eight bucks, and get out of here. Leave yes. him, you know. Oh, yeah, and he right. sits down, and he's, and he's he, he he can tell like he hates his yeah, life right. right then. And then the the typhoon guy starts talking about. Um, he was making fun of a club he went to. He's like Euro Trash. When he was like, "Please keep talking about Euro Trash," you know. <laughs> yes. he, Somebody who would have never exactly. had anything in common, they that, just end up talking the whole time about that's all relational stuff that they, discipleship. Absolutely, it is, and it was it my is. best of the week. Is up to that very point. I forgot that I should have brought this up. Uh, we watched. I got to start taking notes. We we, we do <laughs> the episode where Ron Swanson punches out the little uh, the uh, local city politician in at the wedding for uh, Leslie No Jam. Jam. Yes. And he just and, and he just. You and he and he just you know smarts him off and he goes sir I wouldn't do that and he goes bam and he just plows him everybody's dream is to knock a politician right in the face yeah. so that was it was uh, only Ron, only Ron could pull it off <laughs> Barbara Merritt just said y'all need a life <laughs> that's it's true awesome. Barbara <laughs> that's awesome all right here's our trivia time and then we'll wrap up the podcast here okay uh, if you uh, you can respond to these by emailing me Tanner at triconnect.church or texting me. All right. Don't use the Facebook Live, but text me or try or uh, email me your answers. Can I text you and on the phone? I don't have. You are not in uh, charge yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just, can't participate. Wait, 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 wait. Just bloody text him. Yeah, that's Stop. right. Text me your answers, and the first one to get them all correct will win a Chick Fil A gift card of some Ooh. kind. Are you serious? I'm I can't serious. participate. No, you can't participate. Mustache. This is crap. I'm protesting. All right. All right here's your uh, question number one. What does BMW stand for? What does BMW stand for? British we're we're live on air. I can't. Oh, sorry. I never mind. I'll tell you after the podcast. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. And here's your second question. What is the smallest country in the world? The smallest country in the world. And then the third question is how many hearts does an octopus have? If you've seen uh, Finding Dory, you should know this question. How oh, many hearts yeah. does an octopus have? I think have? I actually do know that one. All right. So, anyways, that's our trivia questions for today. Thank you all for watching and participating. Thank you, Miss Barbara, Miss Kathy, all you wonderful people, Kina, David, uh, all you commenters. Uh, we need you guys to live Kina? Kina? Who's watching my kid? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is awkward. <laughs> all righty. Y'all have a great week. Peace. Have a great week. Holla. See Peace. ya.